0: Afternoon.
1: Welcome to Why
2: Is This a Thing? Why is that uh,
0: opening a thing? You, that, you sound like the <laughs> twins in the movie we're about to just, talk about.
2: <laughs> just came bursting right in, didn't he? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uninvited. <laughs> uninvited. Yeah, Very so much uninvited. <laughs> just showed up for this one.
1: Yeah. Rob's here. It's our Gilbert Godfrey tribute. Uh, Nick's <laughs> not here because uh, he's in town. And the closer he is to me, the less likely it is that I see him. <laughs> That's just how it works with Nick. If he's across the world, across the globe, I, I can get a hold of him whenever I need to. Middle of the night, I can call him up and he can he can drive me to the emergency room. But when he's in the same town as me, I can't make a fucking appointment with the guy. Maybe that's Crazy. why he left.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> because he can't do anything when he's here. Yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, uh, Rob, the original problem child, yes. here for our Gilbert Gottfried tribute.
0: Yes. Oh, Rob uh, was the original actor in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I was. Right? I was cut. It, it was <laughs> yeah, like it was a cut. Back to the Future thing. It just wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't jiving. So they replaced me with the red-headed stepchild.
2: That, everyone on set hated your guts. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> they wanted to get you the fuck out of I there. I was too
0: method and taking oh, the it's... role too seriously. Ooh. What was the
1: name of the actor that originally was supposed to play Marty? Eric Stoltz. Eric yep. Stoltz. Yes, of course.
0: Yeah. It was Eric Stoltz. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I...
1: Thank God we don't live in that universe.
0: No that kidding. Have you seen some of the clips? I have. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's, it's bad. It's yeah. bad. That movie would have went nowhere. <laughs> <I know. laughs> nope. And
1: it's funny, there's there is a back to the future comp here because Christopher Lloyd was supposed to play the Michael Richards role in problem. Really? Child. I did not I, know that. And it was the second time after Weird Al Yankovic's UHF that uh that Michael Richards came in to replace
2: Christopher Lloyd Who turned down a role It was the second time Wow Yeah Yeah. Have you seen him in UHF? I have not seen that movie That's an interesting performance Yeah
1: I I do think Michael Richards When I read that I'm like oh this is really Starting to click His entire career Has been Christopher Lloyd He's really doing the same thing I guess so You know Kramer is kind of A take on Doc Brown In a weird way Is it Doc Brown Or is it his character And I
2: guess Taxi Taxi I think is probably A better Yeah yeah, closer call I would say so
1: yeah. Yeah Uh yeah, Michael Richards, the dearly
2: departed. The de- <laughs> He's around. Not really. He did. He did. Com- Definitely not around. He did, the, he did an episode of Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Did he? Yeah, he did. It was very awkward. <laughs> was it? Did There's, they talk about the N-word thing does, the whole time? Does. Not the whole time. He talked about it like towards the end. And Jerry, you could tell, it gets un- like, obviously quite uncomfortable with the whole thing. And, wow. Yeah. Yeah, a one guy like the original canceled celebrity. That's right. Yeah, right before Mel
1: Gibson. Yeah, but even Mel Gibson made a couple he movies did. afterwards. He's made a Mel
2: uh, Gibson. Mel Gibson's, Mel still Gibson's
1: in Daddy's Home.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with Marky Mark.
1: You know,
0: he's yeah. in Daddy's Hat, Home too.
2: Yeah, with, he's in fa- he's in Father Stew with Marky Mark now. I know. Yeah, him and Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> they love each other for <laughs> some, some reason. He's in a pod
0: and Marky Mark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh yeah but Michael Richards just no redemption for him just you are no. done yeah well it was pretty bad
2: Bye, sir. It was, I, you, it was not good. <laughs> have you ever seen Dave Chappelle's uh, uh, setup? It is yes. the funniest goddamn thing I've ever heard. Yeah, the premise
1: was like, as a black man, I was offended, but as a comedian, I was on. I was sympathetic. I was like, like, damn,
2: this guy's having a bad set. Having a bad set. <laughs> no, I think he
1: said, I realized I was sixty percent comedian, forty percent black guy in that moment.
2: <laughs> That's really funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, Gilbert Gottfried. Passed away this week.
2: When did that happen?
1: Wait. (laughs) Rob was once again the guy that broke the news to me.
0: (laughs) Is that right?
1: Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) And then I broke the news to Adam. We started this game, this morbid game of telephone that Rob always starts. Oh, shame. He has, You have broken the news of so many people's deaths to me.
0: <laughs> I am plugged into society.
1: It all started with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, oh the boy. day before the Super Bowl, I got a text from Rob, or a Snapchat, actually, yep. that was joking about, we, we're not going to get Twister 2. And I'm like, what does that mean? We're not going to get oh, Twister God. 2. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I, he starts with a shitty joke. And ever since then, you've been breaking the d- news of... Been. I think Robin Williams was definitely
2: your oh, doing. Yep, uh, yep. Norm?
0: Yes. No, no, well, did yes? I, did yes, I break it was. the news to you about you Norm? Did? I didn't know
2: Oh, that. no. Nico. <laughs> That's bad.
0: Oh, no. So it's doom and gloom every time I text. Uh, it's I'm, I'm terrified.
1: Anytime I get a text message, I don't want to pick if up the phone. If it's a Snapchat, you're not opening it
0: immediately.
1: <laughs> no, I am giving it some time, and I'm getting... In the right frame of mind for that. I think the first person the press goes to is Rob. Really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, celebrity death specifically. How I, many news alerts, Rob, do you have on your phone? One. One. The obituaries.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's I,
0: uh, First off, I hate notifications on my phone. I hate them. Mm-hmm. Unless it's somebody I want to hear from. I hate a notification on my phone. Do so, you mute
1: certain conversations to avoid getting their alerts? I don't.
0: I do not mute any conversations whatsoever. Because, I have some muted. Do that's you? pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I get to it like 48 hours later. Wow. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. No, I'm thinking it, about putting Adam on that list. I, mean, well, I was curious. <laughs> who could it be? Because for some reason, it's not me. I don't I know, know why. I got but. a
1: couple muted ones.
0: <laughs> if, if I don't answer right away when I see the text, I'll never get back to you. Like, right. I have to just answer it and be done. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to get an answer from me. Mm. But yeah, I only have one and it's the paper record, the New York Post. <laughs> 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 Who always is uh, like way early? They with are on the ball on yes. everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I tested out the the news notifications when I really want I'm like, I want to pick one. I want the one the one that sends me the most pertinent information the fastest. And mm. the New York Post one just that. the straight truth. Yeah. I won that contest in every way. Wow. I wonder if that's
1: just because their journalistic standards
0: are I, a little they're less very They're very high journalistic standards. They're at the a pa- little
1: loosey-goosey, <laughs> at the paper of record. <laughs> I, I mean, TMZ is even faster than them, though, but like TMZ yeah. just are you
2: saying TMZ has more taste than the New York Post? No, well, I'm, I'm saying TMZ has less, but is faster. Okay. It's it's a real balancing act. Like, do I
1: want the accurate news or do I want the quick news?
0: Well, but with TMZ, I tried them too. It's so much information that I don't care about. Right. right? Ah, so gosh. I didn't want those notifications because the New York Post will send it out about 30 seconds after TMZ does. Hmm and yeah so i get the pertinent information that i do from the post but you didn't get it from the post this time you got it from jason alexander right <laughs> that was the funny yeah, thing yeah, yeah. what that's, that's right <laughs> because wow. somebody that uh, i follow had retweeted jason alexander's tweet like 30 seconds after he had tweeted it like right. it was a very fast retweet and i was there at the time and it was the first mention of of Gilbert dying.
1: Yeah, Jason Alexander scooped like Gilbert's own family yeah. essentially,
0: and tweeted out "Rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey." Before anyone yeah. confirmed any shit, <laughs> yeah. And then it, I don't it, know why it he was about was, like, eleven minutes later yeah. when the uh, the family uh, finally posted something and it was oh official. My God.
1: Right, he but, was in the room, but Rob was going off of the Jason Alexander tweet, yeah. and, he, and there was a little bit of question because sometimes there's, oh you know, yeah, there's hoaxes. Like I remember uh, with uh, Rudy from Survivor. Remember Rudy yep. from Survivor, who was actually dead now, yeah. But a few years ago, there was this rumor going around that he died, and every Survivor contested tweeted out like a, a you know, a eulogy essentially. Who the hell is Rudy from Survivor? Rudy is a. Uh, one of the greats Yeah Was on the first season Of Survivor well, I've in, never heard of Came him. in third place And was what 70 <laughs> something years old Yeah I think Whoa s- Yeah <laughs> Yeah Wow Old man Yeah 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 And almost won Came this freaking close To winning Yeah Should have
0: won Really should have won
1: Took <laughs> his hand off That stupid post By yep. mistake And yep. that cost him
0: oh. Here's his famous line The whole time Coming over here About being with Homosexuals and
2: lesbians He came up here, he said, uh, you want to talk? I said, no, I don't want to talk. And he was going to tell me he was queer then. The homosexual, (laughs) he's one of the nicest guys I ever met. And he's good at what he does, you know. He's
0: got leadership ability. And And if these people here would listen to him, he he would take them a long way. But anyway, uh, (laughs) me and Richard got to be pretty good friends. Richard Not had, in a homosexual way, that's for sure
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that
0: <laughs> Me and Richard got to be pretty good friends Not he in told- a
2: homosexual way,
0: that's for sure <laughs> He told me he's a queer <laughs> That That's from the year 2000 on yes. CBS yeah. primetime television <laughs> Yeah Wow.
1: And Richard Hatch ended up winning that season yep. And they developed this very unlikely partnership Again yep. Rudy this old army guy You know veteran yeah. Clearly you know wow, It was great great stuff <laughs> And then what happened is that there was a con- Well whatever Yeah We won't rehash that Let's
0: <laughs> well, not at rehash 23 year old survivor gameplay I think I've done that for the last twenty fucking years. <laughs> I, a,
1: a, the last immunity challenge was you had to put your arm on a post. Yeah. It's a at, it's
0: a uh, at, stamina challenge, an endurance challenge.
1: Uh, yeah, but it would, literally, you just put your arm on a post, and yep. the first person to take their arm off the post l- loses, and then, you know, yeah, whoever ever oh. left standing. So, it was this war of attrition for hours and hours and hours, and Rudy was hanging in, and at the last second, he, he wasn't well, paying so attention to what had he was to doing. S-
0: they, they were rotating around every, like, yeah. 30 minutes, so you had to step down, keep your hand up, but step down, and when Rudy stepped down, his hand came down for a minute, and then they were like, yep, yep. Well, Fuck You <laughs> <laughs>
1: but Richard famously dropped out of that challenge on purpose because he knew both of the contestants would bring him to the end, yep. but he didn't want Rudy in the finals, yeah. So he didn't want to be the guy to have to get rid of Rudy's, so yeah. So he let Wigglesworth, yeah.
2: Ah.
1: Good times. Good uh, this, times. Is a, this is a podcast about Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> trying to be a, a po- is it, is it though? Like, <laughs> so the, with the movie we picked is a little. Funny in regards to Gilbert Gottfried, if you ask me. I think Gilbert's kind of the
1: standout of the movie. He's
2: definitely the standout <laughs> of the movie because I remember him being the standout
0: of the movie when I watched this movie as an eight-year-old. Yes, he's, uh, he's the standout. How many scenes is he in? One.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like, guess there you go.
1: Apparently, he, the movie went way over budget because he was improvising so much on is the set. Right really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like they were. I think the way the director described it, they were allotted 2,000 feet of film for his. Scenes for mm-hmm. the Gilbert scenes, they ended up shooting 20,000 feet.
0: Oh my god, because he came in <laughs> and, and
2: wow, he took the
1: script and then would just keep improvising afterwards, like he would just start ad living and doing his Gilbert thing. Holy shit! And uh, the director had to convince the studio, like, trust me, he's Gilbert, he's funny. And when they saw the dailies, they were like, yeah, he is funny, <laughs> uh, leave it in. Wow, how
2: famous is Gilbert at this point in his career? I don't think very famous,
0: I don't know. Yeah. He had not done Aladdin yet, Rob, right? Uh, no, I. Uh, Aladdin hadn't come out yet. He was about ready to hit um, Mm. at this time. Uh, He was, I think he had some notoriety with his odd voice. Like he had definitely popped in a way to get the attention, you know, to move on to the bigger projects. Uh, So, I mean, he wasn't unrecognizable, but he wasn't Gilbert by Mm. by any means yet. I think
1: he was respected enough in stand-up comedy circles that I think, like, comics knew that he was one of the greats working. Yeah. But he was infamously on one season of Saturday Night Live, and it was the worst season of Saturday Night Live ever. Wow. And it is known for that. It was Eddie Murphy's first season, and they brought on this entire cast of names you would recognize, but, like, really shitty sketch actors. And this was also before Gilbert had the voice. Yeah. Gilbert wasn't doing his signature voice yet, so he was just doing, you know, this young, schlubby Jewish thing in the mid-'80s, and... He got fired immediately. In fact, they cleaned the entire cast out except for Eddie Murphy. They just kept Eddie Murphy after Hmm. that season. And I think it was also like one of Lauren Michaels last years before he came back to the show. So, yeah, he was at that point known for being involved in the worst season of Saturday Night Live ever and having this ridiculous voice. And I think you're right, Rob. Like the voice itself really carried him into what I think he's most known for now at the time of his death, which is a voice actor. Right. He did animated movies and was really good in those. He was amazing in Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it was Robin Williams. And
0: they're just going toe to toe with each other. That's where those two, I mean, really Robin Williams was a big name already at Aladdin time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those two really popped in 91 when Aladdin came out. Aladdin was a huge movie. And it's so weird to go back and think about going to a movie like Aladdin as a kid because you see it and you go, holy shit, I'm going to watch this movie for the rest of my life. (laughs) Right, right. right. And to know (laughs) that then and for it to have been such a massive classic at this point. And it's also... It, you look back at who was being cast in
1: those original disney movies even you know you look at snow white you look yep. at uh, whatever fantasia the fox and the hound whatever even in the 80s you look at who was cast in the little mermaid there was not a name like robin williams no. in any of those movies it no. was you know animated films were cheap uh, you know, kind of low art things. Yep. And it's not what, you know, a serious thespian would do. Right. You know? And Robin Williams was the guy that sort of broke the glass ceiling for, you know, major A-list movie stars in Disney movies. And after that, you have just a few years later, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen doing yep. uh doing Toy Story and then James okay. Earl Jones
0: with The Lion King. I James Earl Jones oh, yeah, and the Lion right. Kings a few years later. Yeah. Yep. And for even few, Matthew, Broderick Matthew Broderick in that. Yeah. Yep. You know, it, it, the, the mid and late 80s was weird for Disney because they started to reinvent themselves and I think they, they decided that they can do these big budget uh, animated films with The Little Mermaid. I think The Little Mermaid really proved to them uh, at that time, okay, w- we can invest in this and, and make a, a big budget movie. And that was just the start of it because then it was Aladdin, then it was Lion King. It was just all these classics yeah. that came out. Boom, boom, boom. I, and the Renaissance, yeah, yeah it was the, the Renaissance. Renaissance. But yeah, it, they started, I think, pretty conservative with with The Little Mermaid, and then decided,
2: okay, we need some big names here for for our next movies.
1: Was there anything else before that? Was Little Mermaid the
2: beginning? Of I, it? To my understanding, The Little Mermaid is actually yeah the, the okay. first of that Renaissance period. But I don't know where it ends. Probably with like Great Mouse Detective or something like that.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: or, or maybe uh, or the Rescuers Down Under. And those are, I think, those were the eighties. You have yeah. like.
1: You have Treasure Planet. Oh, that was In the late 90s. I mean, that's sort of the... Tarzan was also around that time, and Tarzan was not really considered one of the better uh, Disney movies. But you have Mulan in that range. You have Beauty and the Beast in that range. You have Pocahontas, Hunchback, Hercules. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's right. So they pretty much say 89 to 99 is the the Renaissance period, and it starts with The Little Mermaid, ends with Mulan and Tarzan. Yeah, okay. Okay.
1: Right, okay. and then afterwards you have like dinosaur, right? Yeah. Well,
2: that's well, I don't know what you call that. That's what that's like 3D animated. That's a little different. Yeah. yeah. Atlantis. What, what
1: is it? Atlantis. The lost. That Planet. might have been
2: the last one, actually. Yeah. Atlantis. That one has Michael J. Fox in it. I saw that shit in the theater, dude. Yeah, so did I? And I was very disappointed by it. I did not like <laughs> it at the time.
1: I don't remember if I liked it or yeah. not. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. But anyway, Robin comes with this. This just out of this world performance like it's it's in the tier with like Mrs Doubtfire and Good Morning Vietnam or whatever where he's just improvising every line and the animation is having a hard time like keeping up with him <laughs> yeah. somehow he's more animated than the animation itself. Have you, you know? ever seen the the videos of him in the booth? Oh yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. It's, it's the it best. is the shit. Yeah. Right. I love it. Uh yeah, and then Gilbert's there and Gilbert's doing
0: but, this his Gil- bird voice with Jafar. Gilbert makes as as much of an impact on kids As Robin Williams does, though, with 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 Iago, 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 yeah, Iago. (laughs) Iago.
2: (laughs) Jafar, I'm stuck. (laughs) I love.
1: Have you guys seen the video where they're doing like a a telethon on Comedy Central, and he and Gilbert brings up the kid with autism who learned how to communicate through the Aladdin movies? Oh, really? really? And they recreate the scene. And, and like, and the kid does like the uh, the Iago voice. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. and the Jafar voice. It's the best. That's yeah. cool. I wow. It'll make you cry. It's That's so cool. good. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. This is right before that. So okay. it's Gilbert just sort
2: of <laughs> starting the crest. This is his breakout role. Is that what this is? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) He was a star (laughs) with Problem Child. So you grew up watching these movies. Oh, I
0: watched these movies constantly. I loved them. Loved them both. (laughs) The second one is probably my favorite one, but they're both great, great movies that I've watched thousands of times. So the reason that I I thought to do this movie today is because I saw a clip of Gilbert in
1: Problem Child 2, and I thought it was... From problem child One. Oh, yeah so i pulled it up actually because this is really just pete gilbert right here <laughs> i saw this thing on oh twitter God. and i wanted to play it so this is i guess uh uh the, the kid returns to the adoption agency and he needs to be essentially uh put through to the sixth grade because he's giving the fifth graders such a hard so, time
0: so no actually gilbert's uh character changes uh job professions and they end up being in the same school gilbert goes uh. to work for the school that now junior is attending
1: okay so here's the clip i'll play a little bit of it dad
2: says third grade is the foundation of my education oh your dad says that your dad is a moron, He's a moron. you know what a moron is that's what your dad is anyway, Care. you belong
0: in the sixth grade that's where you are because you're a genius kid a genius
2: fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, gilbert uh. your dad's a
1: moron he's a moron oh, it's the repeating of the line yeah <laughs> oh. oh
2: that's great
1: Oh. He's the best. It was also one of the first impressions I think I learned how to do as a kid. Oh,
2: and you funny. still do it all the time.
1: <laughs> what is this? What are we talking about?
2: <laughs> that's the only line I knew how to do. It's not that. It's not bad. I
1: give you an, I give you an eight. Oh. I, a whole eight. Dude, I'm in the eighth grade and fucking I watched Hollywood Squares like every day. So he was such a staple on Hollywood Squares. That's how I knew who Gilbert was. Mm-hmm. And... No kids in my high school or middle school knew who the fuck this guy was. So Who's <laughs> watching Hollywood Squares? Yeah. So I'm doing this. I'm doing like the thing with the eye. I don't even know what this means. But it like – and they're like, what is this impression exactly, Nico? You fucking weirdo. You fool. <laughs> you fool.
2: <laughs> I know this one. I used yeah. to pose for Playgirl. <laughs> <laughs> But he interesting interesting enough, like he's also this guy that had this this great um uh, like consistency throughout the ages in the funniest ways to me, with like like how strangely popular his readings of Fifty Shades of Grey were. Oh you remember yeah. those? I do, yeah. Oh my god, that was the best. My Clitoris <laughs> I wish I could do it. Oh God, it's good.
1: Yeah, he, and his roasts were unbelievable too. You ever mm. see the like the the Roseanne roast and the Joan Rivers roast? Which is the
2: aristocrats joke one? Uh, well, he does that during the movie, the aristocrats. Why? About. But he also did it like during a roast. I forgot oh, which one I it was. Forget. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But the the great thing is that he wouldn't really do jokes. He'd go up there and he would tell like this elaborate story about the roaster. That was the funny thing. So like in the Joan Rivers case, he's like, there's been a lot of questions tonight about Joan Rivers' pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've had sex with Joan. And then he goes for (laughs) 10 minutes just describing in detail. It's Uh, scaly like a kimono
0: (laughs) dragon. (laughs) We didn't deserve Gilbert Godfrey. We really did.
1: Legend. What a fucking
0: legend. So, so Uh, what? uh, what? You guys watched this movie, right? You watched the first one, just the first. I recommend you have to see the second one because I think the second one's better. Okay, the
2: second one's better
1: the first one was
0: shocking
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was i wasn't i I wasn't ready for i was gonna say i was not fully prepared for what this movie ultimately was it was it was an experience it is uh a hard R movie in pg clothing yeah that's what this movie is how did this get past the ratings boards as pg it makes no sense to me at all it is
1: wild so uh you know funny enough there. There was uh, a podcast that Gilbert Gottfried did in 2014 with the writers behind this movie. Really? Their names were Scott Alexander and Larry Karazowski, who uh, kind of have like a checkered IMDB page. They wrote both Problem Child movies. Mm -hmm. They also wrote Ed Wood, Dolomite Is My Name. Man on the Moon. Wow. Uh, That darn cat is also (laughs) on there, IMDb.
0: I love that movie too as a kid. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) You got Agent Cody Banks on one hand.
1: You got The People versus Larry Flint on the other. You got Screwed on one hand. Jesus. Uh, with Norm Macdonald and Dave Chappelle, you got big eyes on the other. So wow. like, it's, I'm very confused, very checker. But they did a podcast with with Gilbert. I highly recommend Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, amazing colossal podcast. Uh, one of the great podcasts of all time. He did with Danny Aiello, mm. and Danny Aiello just trashes Martin Scorsese for a half hour. Really, it's phenomenal. Uh, but they they do uh, you know they do this interview and and the story apparently came from this 1988 LA Times article called An Adopted Boy and Terror Begins. And it was about like, you know, this couple that was suing an adoption agency because
0: they were not told about their adopted it boys. It was kind like, of a problems. big news back then because I remember the story. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> it's based on a true story? Well,
0: Kinda. so this 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 family adopts this kid. I re- just remember because my parents were going through like foster Parent training at the time And I I just remember Them talking about it and I went What if you get the kid that
2: Burns down the house (laughs) (laughs) See I'm slightly worried about Nico in this because haven't you said in the past That you wanted to adopt at some point
1: well, that's my plan if I can't find a woman to impregnate. <laughs>
2: oh boy! Well, we know that's not going to. happen. If I can't find a viable <laughs> uterus, I, I would. I, I would I will <laughs> be adopting. Jeez, yes. I don't want to meet that woman. Okay. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm definitely going to do it. Oh boy!
2: Uh, but yeah, so
1: anyway, that that was a story that was that was going around in, in the '80s, and um, so the the writers pitched this movie as a horror film. And it was going to be in the vein of, like, The Bad Seed or The Omen or, you know, one of those very dark movies about having the devil as your child. Uh, It's Alive is another one. Mm. Um, And uh, so they didn't think of it as a comedy, but eventually it evolved into a dark, satirical kind of adult comedy. Um, You know, kind of like a really dark version of Mr. Mom or Look Who's Talking or something like that. Okay. The studio was like, no, this needs to be a kid's movie, <laughs> which led to multiple rewrites and reshoots of this film. Wow. I don't know if there are any like hard R scenes that were cut out that are like wow. floating around somewhere, uh. but it was originally conceived as that. Uh, anyway, the the studio won. It became this, you know, cult kids movie. And uh, the writer, Larry Alexander, when he showed up to the screening, started crying at the end. Of
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> started- <laughs> oh my god! Uh,
1: yeah, it started crying. He's like, "This is not my vision at all." And um, yeah, eventually they they distanced themselves, even though it became this this cult classic. Uh, yeah, but it is one of the very few PG rated movies that could easily, with a couple swear words and a couple oh, yeah. boobs thrown in, become an R movie. Yeah,
2: it already is. As far as this is basically an R movie. Yeah, it's it doesn't. I, I, I mean, I, I I will also say but before we go any further, because uh, because I read up on it a, a little bit, uh, I I don't know after after watching the movie, I was like, well, this movie kind of gets a bad rap, if you ask me. A rare
1: zero percent on that, Rotten Tomatoes what? for this movie. A
2: what? Zero, zero, no. yeah.
1: coveted zero percent. No, is
0: that is that is wrong. That is pe- sick
2: and wrong. People. Really didn't like this. It, like, I I don't know. Were they just that disgusted by seeing a little boy do what he does in this movie? I don't know. Must I I, I
1: remember Ebert being really like his 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 tits were in a bunch over this one,
2: like, like Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Yeah, right? they Ooh. they
1: did like a a segment of like our kids' movies becoming too violent, oh and God. it was like this um, fear mongering thing. Oh Cisco no, Ebert. yeah. Uh I don't know. I had I had a good time. Yeah. I like yes, I was more like shocked at the movie's existence. Me that too. was part of it. Me like too. that they were, you know, throwing racial
0: slurs <laughs> and other offensive language around yeah. as though it's nothing. It was pretty yeah. It was a different time, nineteen ninety. Not that different <laughs> though. <laughs>
2: I mean, it was 32 years ago. Like you were around, I was around. It's true. Yeah, Um, I was around. Is this an accurate depiction of the 90s? uh, Yes, actually. Between this and Home Alone, oh, there we go. (laughs) I just like describing this movie to people is just got to be the most fun thing. It's about a kid who wants to team up with a serial killer, (laughs) (laughs) the bow tie killer. It's great. He's like, that's the best man ever. I love how he sees it on TV and within five seconds says, that's what I want to do. And goes and finds a fucking bow tie.
0: So it, it starts out with this baby that's born that is just, it starts peeing on people. And that's enough for the woman. That's enough for the woman to go, fuck this. I'm leaving this kid on somebody's doorstep. and here start, I love this opening. This is a great opening. And here starts a fucking train of vehicles just taking the kid from one house to the other. It starts with the baby in the, in the in the like the bassinet there in the in the little carrier
1: and then slowly the kid gets larger and his legs start hanging out over the basket and he just gets left on doorstep after yep. doorstep.
2: That was a great great montage.
0: They knew right away that like this kid is fucking trouble. Uh, but it made me realize how horrible "Bad to the Bone"
2: song is. Bad. Uh, bad. bad. It's up there with one of my top top twenty least favorite songs no, of all it's time. Terrible! I hate it. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not.
1: So yeah, they do this montage, and this kid just gets thrown from parent to parent, and finally ends up with the nuns at an orphanage, <laughs> and he just
2: and why?
0: Why does every nun in every eighties and nineties movie have to have a grotesque mole yeah. somewhere <laughs> oh, on their I face? Know. Just, yeah, a well, wart, right under They do it in Uncle Buck. I, they, they do. Yeah. That's a principal, not a nun, but it's these poor women in the 80s and 90s just a woman of authority has to have a grotesque <laughs> wart with wart. hair growing out of it. <laughs> That's, That's how you know she's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I feel so bad for those actresses.
2: You ever met a nun? Uh I'm not sure I have. Yeah, my dad has some horror stories of nuns. Yeah, my my parents went to Catholic school, and yeah, yeah, they were hit with rulers. They were kneeling uh, on pencils, kneeling on pen. Yeah, they did the same. They had to hold. They had to hold the books like they were Christ against Uh, the wall. (laughs) Yeah, my my dad's like, "Ooh, Adam, don't mess with those nuns. Uh, They'll kill you. They'll kill you." There's no Catholics over there, right, Rob? Oh,
0: my God. They're everywhere. (laughs) Are they? Oh, my God. They're everywhere. We can't eat meat at school on Fridays because of the Catholics. (laughs) Is that true? Yes, they don't serve meat to us on Fridays.
1: I didn't think the nuns made it out
0: there. Oh, the nuns make it out here. The the Catholics have made it out here. They have penetrated strong out here. They've been pushed to (laughs) Nebraska.
2: (laughs) No, I just think Hollywood has had some traumatic experiences with nuns, and this is their way of getting back at I them. Think,
1: I don't think anyone's ever met a nun that they like. Maybe Mother <sighs> Teresa.
2: I'm going to text my dad be like, did you ever like any of the nuns? No. He's going to tell me to fuck off.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're not getting, not getting, the, dong. Not getting <laughs> the dong. That's, That's the right. problem. I'm vegan, but I want your freaking meat.
2: Give me the meat. I want it i mean that's the issue (laughs) oh gotta get laid a couple times (laughs) it's the call of the animal that's what they need from you remember seinfeld the corvorka (laughs) (laughs) i have the call of the animal jerry (laughs) the sister wants me (laughs) oh
0: man uh yeah poor nuns (laughs) poor nuns so yeah, All Junior right. gets from house to house, he's seven years old, and uh, John Ritter finally decides to fucking, right <laughs> him and his insufferable cunt of a wife.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they
0: really make the wife out to look bad in this movie. Really- She's not that great. Oh my god. She uh, is just terrible in this movie.
1: Yeah, and they just they just ship her off with some cows at the oh end. Oh my and god! Like it's a triumphant
0: ending. I mean, <laughs> she ends up cheating on her
1: husband with a serial killer. With a serial killer in their home, in their <laughs> kitchen, in the next room, <laughs> yeah. five, five feet away. <laughs> um, I thought for a while like it was gonna get kind of rapey because again it's a serial killer, habit, right. But she just goes along oh, with it. She does. She's like, I want a divorce. I'm in love with the bow tie yep. killer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is, Michael Richards turns me
2: on. Is anybody redeemable in this movie? No. No. There <laughs> is that I mean the father contemplates murdering his child on a few occasions. Suffocating him with a pillow. I'll tell yeah. you what
0: though. I'm I'm still to this day Eight-year-old me, I mean, Junior lives inside my head, by the way. I mean, <laughs> oh, no. Junior is my internal monologue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just love how his volume is always at like 12 <laughs> when he's doing the voiceover. It's the best.
0: I tell you what, I think uh-huh. Junior was justified in everything that he did in this You movie. don't say. <laughs> this is a shocking take from you. <laughs> You're say- <laughs> Junior <laughs> never struck first. I will say that that is not true he never struck first
2: that is not, <laughs> not that, true. Yeah, i was gonna say i'm like i don't i don't know his parents
1: welcomed him into, him into their home and he almost burnt it down <laughs> okay
0: they saved him from the orphanage but from they, the abusive nuns so let's talk let's let, let's step back for just a second because what does he do at the campsite He's made fun of. He's told, oh, you're weird. We don't want you. We're going to ignore you. So what does he do? He brings a bear into the campsite. Well, there we (laughs) go. I think that is a justified justified reaction. (laughs) If somebody calls me weird, I'm more than happy to let a bear maul him to death. I
2: just... (laughs) Would you, would, are you just, do you feel feel good about um, if someone's a little mean to you, so let me go get a bulldozer and flatten their fucking
0: <laughs> their trailer? trailer. They should have had a stronger trailer. Oh, and, and they shouldn't have, have given me such easy access to a bulldozer.
2: That's Great their point. problem. Great point.
0: How about just unleashing a sprinkler in a little girl's room? That no little girl rest. was a little bitch. She was a mean little girl and she deserved everything she got. I don't what even know. What was her want- name? Judy? Uh, what or the Trudy? hell was her name? I think it was Judy. Ooh. Could have been.
1: I, I thought for a while they were going to, like, make it, like, a, a, a problem child romance.
2: Ooh. Oh, but like, I like, I thought, like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, Lord. Spoilers oh, for no. part two. I can't... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, me.
1: for a while there, I'm like, oh, this is, uh, you know, like, he's finally met his match in a female, and, like, they're the only ones that understand each other. But, no, he just ruins her birthday. <laughs> yeah. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to.
2: Mrs. Henderson! <sighs> and little Miss Lucy!
1: Lucy. Lucy.
2: What a nice surprise! Well, we heard about your little accident, and we thought this fruitcake might cheer you oh. up. Thank you. I would like you to meet my son, Junior.
0: I want to. I want to get to the. to
2: meet la- you ladies. Oh my, he's a perfect little gentleman. <laughs> Isn't he, Lucy? He's so big. Yesterday they didn't even have a kid. And now they have a seven-year-old. That's gross. (laughs) I want him at my party. I don't want him at my party. Shut up.
0: very direct at this movie.
2: Fuck up. (laughs) She's kind of a bitch You know what I, I'm, on, I'm on Rob's side with Lucy Yeah Fucking Lucy Fuck her
0: Set off a sprinkler in her fucking bedroom And throw her presents in the pool when, he, when they were at the party She's like Put those presents down You're gonna break them There was a scene that was cut
1: out Of the initial cut I did read this Where there's a magician at the party mm-hmm. And they're doing the old sawing in half routine But Junior replaces the prop saw with a real saw <laughs> And, for Lu- him. and Lucy's in the box, oh. and and I guess it just like cuts her dress, and her dress like falls down, and it like exposes her underwear. And the <laughs> sensors were like, "This is a little <laughs> too
0: much, maybe a little too that far." That is Sean. awful. <laughs> Children's underwear. Yes. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Junior. no. Junior was justified, I believe, in every attack that he made. Were they <laughs> the over? Attacked. Were they over the top? Okay, yeah, they were.
2: <laughs> I mean, so you're saying there's a reason for it. There's something There's at least something behind each yes, altercation. Yes, there okay, is. There is. I,
0: there is. I, I mean, see. it's like if I would stub my toe and decide to nuke Texas. I mean, I. It's just. <laughs> it that's uh, disproportionate. The, that's the type of disproportionate reaction that Junior comes with, but. Right, It's an
2: energy that I can appreciate (laughs) Would it hold up in court? (laughs) I believe it would, yes Self-defense So why the bear, Junior?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen He definitely, and the movie hints at this He is, uh, he's scarred He's traumatized, he's been passed from house to house Since birth? Since 27 parents? Is that what
0: they say? Well, that was just from the orphanage Yes, that's not mm. the, that's not counting the drop-offs and at the knock that's and true. runs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. What happened to this kid?
1: I, you know, let has happened to this guy? Now, you know, uh, is he a vulgar menace of a child? Kind of. Sure, <laughs> he is. But is it his fault? Not really. I mean, it's kind of like Rob. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's not his fault. Who's worse, Rob or me? It's just both of you. I mean, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's something that you two share. Awesome. <laughs> is, is that you're both menaces But that's true <laughs> I feel sympathy <laughs> uh, Yeah I love the scene where Gilbert is like Trying to like uh, Say oh he's not that bad He's
0: a good boy <laughs>
1: and, then, and the kid starts laughing And, and Gilbert goes What's so funny and, and the kid goes You are you stupid dick <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You have to pull that clip At yeah, some boy, point too That's good, good for one. the sound
2: yeah. <laughs> You stupid Dick. He's very vulgar.
1: He's, he's very, very vulgar. Yeah.
2: This is a I guess, is this a famous director, that Dennis Dugan? Uh, he, I mean, he did Happy Gilmore and then uh 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 Jack and Jill. Yes, he's a he's a big Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, big Adam fave. Sandler Yeah. He did Big Daddy. Don't mess with the Zohan. Don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Grown ups. I think he did the grown ups movies too.
1: He yes, he did both grown-ups movies. <laughs> Christ. Uh, he did, I now pronounce you, Chuck and Larry. Yeah, that's basically his career now. Oh, man. Um, Bench
2: warmers, too, I think. Is that
1: right? Yeah.
2: You see, the nuns just made a suggestion you might be happier
1: outside of the orphanage. <laughs> What's so funny?
2: You are, you stupid dick! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh god, that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, how about the scene where like the, the the nuns have finally got rid of him so they're popping champagne. And <laughs> it's not it just the
2: nuns; everywhere. it's the entire orphanage. <laughs> Everybody, like, fuck this kid.
0: Were there really orphanages like that filled with kids in the nineties? Like, I, it just I, I think I, they I, exist now, don't I, they? Do they? Maybe. Sure. I don't know. I've never even seen an orphanage. I've never visited an orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> Give me I the tour. Feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, like I, most <laughs> orphanages you
1: hear about now are like haunted orphanages, right? That have been abandoned, yeah. and run down well, yeah. Yeah. Batman
2: would have been that, that kind of orphanage. Right? They're always boarded up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're, uh, yet the it, old <laughs> orphanage, they're boarded up. Yet it still runs perfectly fine. Yeah. There's still kids inside. Well, the and lights yeah. still turn on. <laughs> but why is it boarded <laughs> the up? The generator still <laughs> makes noises.
1: <laughs> and for some reason they haven't torn it down in the last 30 years for like development reasons it's just sitting there (laughs) none of the toilets work either no they haven't replaced it with a motel nothing it's yeah but take your pick (laughs) go ahead uh yeah they can just go shopping for kids uh yeah but normally (laughs) as gilbert says the process takes about seven years but i can make it i can make an exception for some (laughs) nice people and uh and they go. Uh, they 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 adopt our. What's the kid's name again? Junior. 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 Yeah. He's never given like a real first name. No. He's it's just just
2: Junior. It's junior. junior. He's Junior. Okay. But J- he's not like Jr.
1: <laughs> okay. He's not like Paul Junior or anything. No, it's Junior. Just junior. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh, John Ritter takes him home, and uh, John Ritter is
0: kind of into the idea, but the wife just wants more cats. Well, the wife wants yeah. to have a kid so she can get invited to parties with the other families. Yeah. Status symbol. Very yeah. superficial.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes. yes. Right.
1: But John Ritter actually wants to have a child. And yeah. Because he, he works for his father, Jack Warden, at a department <laughs> store, at a hardware store. And, you know, he sees this kid and this father, and uh, he sells the kid a canteen. <laughs> and and the, the father's like, oh, these these little ones, it's... Just the, the best decision you'll ever make. And the and John Ritter's like, uh, fine. So he goes and adopts a kid. And he tries really hard that. John Ritter a real mensch. Yeah. yeah, Love that John Ritter. Love him in Three's Company. You ever watch Three's Company, y'all?
0: No. Hmm. It wasn't my jam.
1: Come on, knock on
0: my door. <laughs> oh, I know the song. I know the fucking we'll song. We'll be waiting for
2: you. <laughs> I'm sure we put that in our
0: bracket somewhere. We did.
2: <laughs> the only thing I ever think of John Ritter from is uh, Sling Blade. He isn't Sling Blade. He is in, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Spaghetti and Sling Blade.
0: It's really good died like him. really young, right? Yeah, yeah. Died when I mean, he was like in his fifties. How did he die? I think it was like a, a an aneurysm. Ooh. Fifty four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It it was it was one of those just odd. I'm trying to find it here. Kind of like Gilbert. Yeah. Maybe it's
2: a conspiracy. It was
0: experiences, problems with his heart. Yeah. Vomiting chest
2: pain. Someone killed him in the middle of the night like Bob Saget.
0: Yeah. While they were filming uh, Eight Simple Rules for my teenage daughter. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: He died during the making of that? Yeah. Wow. Uh, He actually ended up marrying Amy Yazbek really the wife that yeah in this movie they got married in like the late 90s oh my god Wait, he married that
2: woman yes they, they were married in real life i'm not well, sure not the character <laughs> adam the actress <laughs> there's a lot of t- <laughs> but she was cast for a reason yeah there's a lot of truth oh. well they fell in love i, I guess know. on
1: the set of this movie jeez louise yeah Ugh. uh yeah, he's 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 fun in this. He's having a good time. He he contemplates murdering the child at one point, as we mentioned.
0: Yeah, Who but that that's his own psychotic break. He needs to <laughs> check himself before he wrecks himself, honestly.
2: You're very pro-JR. I'm on this very pro Junior.
0: <laughs> very pro
2: junior. Oh man. I think yeah, Junior they, I, was
0: wronged in life and Everything's justified (laughs) I
2: think Rob needs the prequel movie To (laughs) (laughs) I
0: need need the (laughs)
2: origin story (laughs) Yeah that's right (laughs) What he was doing inside the belly (laughs) Kicking around in there (laughs) We need to see the scene of him in the alleyway
1: And the parents pearls hit the ground (laughs) Oh my (laughs) god (laughs) That's what we need Uh...
2: We need pearls on the pavement do you think he, he, maybe, maybe it's something really just dis- because if it was going to be a super dark, disturbing movie at first, perhaps he killed his mom in childbirth. Oh, oh. Maybe that's what it is. Killed maybe his mom. Could be a
1: Rosemary's Baby situation, mm. too.
2: You know, maybe it was like maybe the, this is the sequel to Rosemary's
1: Baby. A- actually, the spawn of Satan. <laughs> and, yeah. cult conjured Satan to have sex with. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so John Ritter's dad, Big Ben, is running for mayor. Is it Mayor? Yes. Yes. Jack (laughs) Jack Warden fucking unbelievable, this movie. (laughs) (laughs) No holds barred. Uh, Oh my God. He's better in the second one. He's better in the second one. He's back. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yes. How is that possible? He's better in the second one. He's great. Jack Warden
2: agrees to do two of these. (laughs) I don't understand.
1: (laughs) They must have just backed up the dump truck with with cash for him. Uh yeah, he he's great in the scene where they he comes to the the residence of of John Ritter and his wife, and they have the cigars with "It's a Boy" on it, and he's like, "Oh, I see you. What are you doing? Surrogate surrogacy?" He was like, <laughs>
2: "Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, the, the the I wrote the line down. Did you make out with a cup or did you bump a live one?" <laughs> ah. Yeah.
0: Oh. That's good.
2: That's, that's some good writing right there. Oh, how did this get a PG rating? <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> so oh he's God. in there and he's like, "Oh, what if he's a Democrat?" That's one of the <laughs> great lines. <are> <laughs> what if he turns out to be a Democrat?
0: <laughs> he's seven. I think it's okay. you they're big ben.
1: <laughs> uh Yeah, he's unbelievable in the movie. Um, Unbelievably
2: racist at one point. That is true. <laughs> <Very> racist. <laughs> little, little uses racist. racial slurs for Japanese people. Yeah. Uh he's traumatized after the war, guys. Yeah. That's, that's what that's true. what it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh what else? Oh, he, of course, there's the, the famous mooning scene at the end. <laughs> yeah, he I can't... don't get this. I don't
2: like like this guy is a special kind of crazy to just <laughs> What what kind of politician? <laughs> Think about this for a second. Donald okay. Trump. Donald okay. Trump. Yes. <laughs> Just, the, the pussy tape exists, Adam. Yeah. No, I know. But, in a world, this is actually ahead of its time. But he did, <laughs> <laughs> didn't know he was going to be. Donald Trump wasn't Donald Trump wasn't out in public in the middle of a convenience store. He was in a news van.
1: Uh, he was in a van with r- cameras rolling. He, he had know, a laugh mic on
2: him. He didn't know they were. Rolling. He had
1: a laugh <laughs> mic on him. It's he so, was mic'd up! It's fucking insane to me. It's the same thing. <sighs> yeah, there's at the end, like he's about to shoot a live TV ad, which by the way, that's only a thing that happens in comedies. Yeah. Not only it only happens in movies where it's like you only have one take at this, and if something goes wrong, it's getting broadcast to the entire county. <laughs> but every
2: <laughs> Everything goes fucking wrong here though. Yeah. Like uh, uh, it, it, this this was a great scene, by the way. i just you like to don't preface come that. do
1: sucking around me if you want something. The only thing you'll get from me is this.
0: <laughs> he pulls down his pants. his pants. It's red, white, and blue boxers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just cut to a scene in a bar where on the TV there's an old man ass hanging on the, yep. on the wall nudity in the movie
2: oh there it goes <laughs> you think it was actually jack warren's real ass uh, i ass? bet it had to be i mean i I, hope I think was. he does his own stunts <laughs> you
1: <don't laughs> think it was a stunt
0: ass nah, no definitely no. his ass yeah it's
1: it's the it's a scene where he gets in a fight with his son and the son just flips a switch and, and broadcast live
0: to, live to tv live. that's all it takes yep. And he's like,
1: tell me how you really feel, dad. And and he just goes on this monologue about how much he hates like his voters and constituents and everything. Yep. Uh it's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh what else was, was going on at the end there?
0: Well, uh, we we haven't talked too much about uh, you know, Junior's uh, obsession. How yes. he, he loved the bowtie killer. Cosmo. Cosmo. Cosmo.
1: Uh, played by Kramer, yep. Yep. Michael Richards. <laughs> Doing Kramer stuff. Yeah, is it still doing Kramer? Uh, yeah, Junior writes letters to him throughout the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Richards believes that it's a real convict Name named, named JR. J-R. J-R. Yep. yep. Right. Because he says things like, I'm going to get out tomorrow. And of course, Junior means the orphanage. Michael Richards thinks it's prison.
2: Leads to one of the funniest, to me anyway, the funniest images in the movie where Michael Richards takes probably like a 30 pound dumbbell and just (laughs) chucks it at the warden. Hey, warden, catch! (laughs)
0: That
2: is is a great point. Because I thought of that
0: too. I'm like, that is athleticism right there. (laughs)
1: And everybody at the prison just like respects him (laughs) Yeah Because he's the bowtie guy They're all scared of him So he wants a cigarette And 30 other inmates offer him a cigarette I loved it The The guard guards are scared of him They're shaking Yeah Yeah, Another letter for you sir (laughs) (laughs) Oh god that was a He just runs the prison And then he like breaks out by murdering a guy Yep Like he just murders the, the psychologist
2: that's examining him and, and then strolls the,
0: right out. The movie just plays it for laughs. Yep. It just, yeah,
2: that's cold-blooded murder. <laughs>
0: yep.
2: There's no cameras in the 90s, I guess. Nope. Right. They couldn't see a thing. Nope. Nope. It, it was like that scene, and then there was
1: also the scene where Junior is playing baseball and he just starts um, hitting the other kids <laughs> with a metal bat. So no.
2: when this when this scene started, I was like if this doesn't end with junior beating the shit out of people with the bat, I'm out. But the movie saved itself.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, okay. It's- they were chanting son of dork. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> justified. Son I guess, of dork. I think it's yes, justified. To-
2: has to defend his dad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah makes son
0: sense. of dork. You can't have a whole team chanting son of dork to you and not hit somebody with the baseball bat.
1: I mean, you got to hit somebody for a hey, bada, bada
0: swing. Yeah. You, you know? almost do. That's, that's, that's,
1: that's worth at least a, a sack tap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. So uh, again,
0: Junior justified in his actions.
1: You're right. right. Not
0: guilty. You're right, Rob.
1: But they do like the Tom and Jerry thing, where it's like <laughs> just before the guy's about to get hit, they cut away. Yeah. So like again, they're able to cut around the the, the PG rating. Mm-hmm. So again, like there's hardcore violence happening. There's oh, yeah. a metal bat being used to beat children, and they're just strewn around the playground like it, they're just in seri- seething. It's and referenced
0: pain. in the second movie as a news article of a whole little league team being hospitalized. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> it's good stuff. Um, yeah, and that's the moment where John Ritter goes, We've adopted
2: Satan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that's so good.
1: So they go to church to like try to pray the the menace away, yep. essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. Um, uh, they they at one point try to bring the child back because again the mom is like, I want cats, I don't want this kid. Yeah.
0: And that's when Junior learns to drive. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: and a great little chase sequence. Yeah.
0: Bad parents make bad kids.
1: That's <laughs> Gilbert's line right there. Uh, yeah, and then you know once they reach their breaking point again, John Ritter considers uh, homicide of his mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. Doesn't end up uh, happening. This is when Michael Richards shows up, the Bow Tie Killer and he pretends to be uh uncle uh, whatever uncle fred uncle mark or something i, don't remember. I don't remember now i forget what the the guy's name was but he he's passed off as junior's uncle uh then yes the the mom and michael richards have intercourse in the kitchen <laughs> did they have full on intercourse yes you think so definitely because the next day the mom is convinced that her and the bow tie killer are going to go on their honeymoon together mm-hmm. Ooh. And that's when she's kidnapped, tied up and thrown in the back of the car. <laughs> and what does she say at one point? It's like, I thought we were going on our
2: honeymoon. You called me your little kumquat. Is that what she said? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that, I missed that part. You called me your little kumquat. <laughs> um, yeah, kumquat.
1: so that's the deal there. The, the mom wants a divorce. And then by the end of it, she's she's trapped in a suitcase, gets <laughs> flung around the interstate, uh, ends up in the back of a of a, I guess, a, a farmer's van with cows and pigs, manure with pigs. pigs oh, yeah. pigs. Yeah, there you they go. were
0: pigs. And yeah, headed to Mexico. Right. And it's a triumphant ending.
2: Yeah. I'd, li- I'd like to say when when I was watching it. Um out of context if I were like flipping through the channels and then I came on to this movie and um I got to that end part where they've got the shotgun and they're shooting at you know the killer I would think that the kid and the and John Ritter are the villains right <laughs> yeah. they they, they got they're chasing after this guy violently violently and shooting out the windows and then there's this <laughs> epic <laughs> crash I kind of feel bad for the guy uh yeah also, John it's, Ritter gets shot
1: at
0: the end of the movie. <laughs> but he's saved by a... Pre- there is gun violence yes. at the end of the film. Oh, yeah. There's,
2: this movie is horribly violent. <laughs> I keep thinking of like the parents like stopping to be like, don't ever do this, kid, in the theater, right? <laughs> like, Especially during the baseball scene. Like, it, okay, I, I know we're going to Little League tomorrow. Just please don't do this.
0: The 90s were a weird time because you had movies like this and Home Alone that... It mm. had these like booby traps. Booby traps were such the thing in the nineties.
2: Now, Rube Goldberg machines. Yeah, yeah. This this was my other question though. Did this come out after Home Alone? Before, really? Yeah, yeah I think. Oh. I Home Alone was
1: ninety two,
2: right? Yeah. Because I was wondering, like, was there a precedent for these kind of movies? Oh no, like... I'm sorry. Same year as Home Alone. I was oh. going to say. Oh, fascinating.
0: But I think Home Alone was at the at uh, Christmas time, wasn't it?
2: Uh, sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, this this was November. Problem Child was July. Right. Of 1990. Damn. Yeah, no, it was just this time of, well, boys will be boys, you know, and... Yeah, it, the 90s were weird because you had the latchkey kids, you know, the kids that would come home after school because both parents were gone and nobody was home and you had, you know, just boys being boys and they'll <laughs> they're going to get into trouble and they're inventive and so it it is kind of a a result of the time that these the booby trap movies come up but it it, it yeah, it's weird. It it was a weird time. Yeah,
1: I I guess you're right. Like there were a lot more kids Home alone when they got home from school, yes, yeah, that, it, it, that was, it was around the time, yeah, both parents started working yep. full time. You know, it was very common for both parents to go to, to their jobs throughout the day, and yeah, the TV would essentially be the babysitter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and yeah. and it was
0: still a time in America, in most places, where it was safe to be home with the doors unlocked, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. just it, it was. Those
2: 90s, man, so weird, so weird. Yeah, see, we we kind of, I mean, yeah, we definitely missed out, I would say, because one of my few memories of the 90s is The Phantom Menace, and that's not saying much. <laughs> I actually remember The Phantom Menace. Do you? I do, yeah, swear to God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, not saying much. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think how much, I, I, I remember very little of the 90s. Mm. I do, like, I, you know, I'll remember being a little baby or whatever, but I don't, I don't know if like there's any cultural
2: touchstones. Yeah, I can recall. Yeah, you know that's kind of what I'm referring to. Just th- that one movie. That's basically. Yeah, it. I don't remember
1: y two K really. I mean, I was turning five that year. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember any of the movies that came out. I don't remember like the Matrix. You know,
0: <laughs> I don't think you were the target audience for the Matrix at the time. I don't remember how big Nevermind was. You know, like. Oh, <laughs> <I don't... laughs> yeah, it's the, the '90s. I've always said that we were living in a modern time with none of the modern conveniences <laughs> because yeah. it, it, what we had, we had telephones. We just didn't take them with us everywhere. You know, we mm-hmm. had, we had TV. You just didn't watch it all that, you know, it just wasn't that ubiquitous. It wasn't in every room in your house. I see. Um, you had satellite TV, but again, you know, it's hooked up to one television that you get to watch a few hours a day. <laughs>
1: I know every generation says this like they are the last sort of innocent generation. They're the last ones that, you know, were around before society turned bad. Yeah. I mean, I know like every society is or every generation is, you know, full of shit when they say that and they're looking at it with nostalgia and rose colored glasses. But I kind of think that is true of the (laughs) 90s in a way.
0: It might I, be. It might be. I, I, I do think the
1: internet has been such a corrupting force in a way that no other modern technology really has.
0: Yeah, it, and it's weird because you know even in the '90s we had this hint of being connected all the time, and oh, your name's in the computer, and once mm. your name's in the computer, you know they can look up anything they want. You know that that's that, that that's that was the mentality from the '90s. So we had this we had this thought of of always being connected. We just weren't. So, I mean, we were living in that modern time without any of those modern conveniences.
1: Yeah, I think Adam and I are probably... I mean, it could be the last year of, of for any person to be born that understood the world pre- and post-internet. And yeah. that's the
2: thing. I can barely comprehend it i can a little bit because yeah. i do have i do have plenty of like good memories of my childhood in maryland which is great and you know it's like you know there's that there's that disconnect and everything and i you know never even considered the idea of going online even though my parents did have two computers but it I was think. still dial up though yeah. right yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah it was still yeah. an effort to get on mm-hmm. there was
1: a lot of work associated with it it oh, was yeah. very slow so you couldn't just live on the internet it, you weren't just wasn't always all there i mean no. right it was spotty yep yeah. you know? Right, I mean, you couldn't rely on it for it. like you wouldn't use email in substitute of actual mail. No, like it was it was a convenience and a thing that was really cool if you could use it, but it wasn't the go to. You no. know, uh, you know, you still have to do answering
0: machines. Cell phones were around, but they not everybody had yeah, them. That, that's a, that's another you know one of my points of the modern the modern life without the modern conveniences the phones you had 15 minutes of talk time on them every month that's all you usually got for the absorbent amount of money that you paid they (laughs) were used for emergencies only
1: so i feel like we're really the last generation to understand exactly how the internet works in the sense that we are online and we get it But also we get how it used to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I can't. Nobody born after me really understands it. And no one before me quite understands it. Like it's
2: we're in that very strange sweet spot. It's weird now because because now that I'm working at a school, I get these kinds of things all the time happening in regards to like what I used to have as a kid versus what they now have as kids. Yes. And it's bizarre man yeah it's really weird how quickly this stuff moves and that's the big thing how fast it ended up being co- becoming what it is now so and do you remember being in
1: elementary school and you would get like google lessons like i in the first grade they
2: taught me how to use google oh I, yeah I, I actually did not get that i mean we, we they taught us how to type oh well because <laughs> you, was you live a in a true. farm in a like an that's imaginary true. village <laughs> and, <somewhere, laughs> yeah right? so, i don't know, know. I'm actually homeless. I don't live right. anywhere. We yet. had those when I was <laughs> in
0: high school. Like this is how you search. Use, yeah. <laughs> use and use not use. You know, right? That's I want grapes and oranges, not apples. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> ask
1: Jeeves was also a big thing. Oh then yeah, we learned how to use ask Jeeves. Google wasn't
0: like, around when I was in high school. It was it was Jeeves. It was Alta Vista. It was Excite. Right. It was. Yeah. I, it was fun in those early years of the internet. The early years of the internet were fun.
1: But it's wild that we were instructed how to use it. Like, you know, we were learning the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah. Whereas now, like, kids come into kindergarten preloaded. Just, oh, yeah. You oh, know, knowing how to get to every porn site on the yeah. internet. Oh, like, Lord. they just, they know it. I mean, they could they
2: could navigate everything better than the teachers can. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Mm-hmm. I wish I could trace the, f- the first time I really started like getting it because I remember like I was a nerd and I would watch movies and I would see like the props in the movies and I'm like, I want to buy that. So I would just kind of search for it online. eBay, Yeah. This eBay is was pre-Amazon. Yeah, probably. I mean, Amazon mm-hmm. was around, but it was just
1: doing books, right? Yeah. It was all, eBay. I, I used to bid on like Pokemon cards, oh, yeah. like rare Pokemon <laughs> cards. I used to do stuff like that too. I would get my dad's credit card and I would, oh, actually no, you didn't use a
2: credit card. No, it would be through PayPal. PayPal. Had to be through PayPal. I used to bid on uh, little um, Beast Wars action figures and winning one of those was the shit, man. Having my Beast Wars action figure. <laughs> Rob, have you bought any Beyblades yet? I oh, haven't. Beyblades. <laughs> no. I have not done any Beyblades <laughs> <Yes>. yet. <laughs> I'm too focused bay- on my
0: drone. <laughs> <laughs> you could film the Beyblades with your film drone. Beyblades.
1: <laughs> I have some hanging around. I should send some, too. Oh,
0: my God. That's I still watch toys. that
2: shit on TikTok. Still. That's hilarious. That's funny. You never yeah. knew
0: that was a thing. That was Fucking a whole subculture I missed out on.
2: Beyblades were the
1: shit. Uh, all right. Back to the movie. Yeah. I had a couple other yeah. notes, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. Uh so, Macaulay Culkin did audition for this.
0: Did he really?
1: Okay. And they wanted him. Instead, he did Home Alone. Wow. So, my question, is this movie better with Macaulay Culkin?
0: No,
2: I he, think I think this kid was perfect for Junior. He, this kid is just trashy enough yeah. to, be, to be Junior. Yeah. yeah. There's a little bit more sophistication with Macaulay Culkin yep. at that age. Not anymore, but... No. I'll tell you what,
1: though...
2: Uh, Fucking Kevin in Home
1: Alone is not that far removed from the problem child. No, I mean they yeah. portray it as though it's cute and everything, but he does sick and vile things to people, he even does.
0: though they deserve it. He does, you know. Same with That's Junior, true. though. They all deserved it. They're sick mm. and vile, but they deserve. Maybe you're it. right. Maybe you yeah. go back and watch the movie in that aspect of it. Even uh, you know what? When you go watch two, because I'm going to force both of you to watch two. <laughs> Just keep that in mind.
2: I I certainly think in regards to the Macaulay Culkin situation that two like funny enough Home Alone two is where I go like oh yeah this kid's a psychopath yeah with the yeah. type of types of things that he's doing to uh, Marvin Harry Marvin Harry, Harry yeah. yeah
1: uh Christopher Lloyd as the bow tie killer better or worse movie
2: better I agree is <laughs> it <That's a> <laughs> way question. better. I guess better, yeah. I think way better, yeah. yeah. So
0: Christopher Lloyd turned it down because of Back to the Future Part 3. Correct. Huh. Wow. Correct.
2: I like that movie. I do
0: too. Three's, I do like that. 3 my favorite one.
2: Yes! <laughs> I was scared to say it because it's my second favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked 2. I love
0: 2, but I think three's my favorite right now. Adam hates 2, and I, I think that's a ridiculous thing. I don't 2. Take. You do that's, hate 2. I do not
2: hate 2. But it's my least favorite.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, I can't say the two's my least favorite. I think the first one's my least favorite. What? Wow, fascinating. Yeah. yeah, interesting. No, I
1: go, I, I go in order. One, two, three. That yeah. would be my
0: ranking. Yeah,
1: three's good. I just don't like, I don't like Mary. Stenberg. I love the. I, I don't like all that shit. <laughs>
0: love the old west.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just you don't fucking... like them talking about Jules Verne. <laughs> I don't like Brown. Doc... <laughs> just the Doc Brown romance <laughs> It's stupid. Uh... <laughs> But the, and this is the great thing about 2. 2 is like, oh, we got Jennifer in the car with us. Let's just drug her and leave her at some front porch somewhere. Like, we're just, just dispatched with the romance entirely. Yeah. That's what that movie gets right. they like, this baggage is weighing us down. This romantic interest, this love interest. 2 is
0: insane we're gonna two leave is her like on the front porch minutes. like the problem child i love how 2 is the one that everybody uh says oh it's the one where they go to the future they're in the future for like 10 minutes of the movie <laughs> everything yes. else
2: takes place in 1955 <laughs> that is true we uh i, f- I forgot where we were it might have been sometime in in uh, high school, but like a, a lot of kids were shown that movie for the first time, and obviously this wasn't far away from twenty fifteen. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite reactions by an audience was just seeing everyone just look at what twenty fifteen looks like in that movie, and they just laughed hysterically for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was the shit. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really a bummer that twenty fifteen came and went without hoverboards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, there are there sort of hoverboards, whatever you want to call those things. Nuisances they are. Yeah, remember kids used to ride those things around campus. <sighs> There's a few cliches that I hated more than it. I didn't. I, skateboards I found annoying, but I felt like it was a staple of college, yeah, so I, feel I was like okay. In another life, I would become a skateboarder. Yeah, though, so like it was close enough to where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I can ollie on a skateboard. Yeah, really? Yeah. You've skateboarded in the past? Not, m- no, 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 no. But I, you know, I, Ollies are easy. You could do an Ollie. Really? Yeah. I, I feel say. like we're playing Would I Lie to You right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, always hated, always hated the, the hoverboards. Always hated the jackass on the bench playing the guitar. Yes. To nobody. Just like waiting for girls to come around for him to serenade. And it usually wouldn't work. Uh, right. Yeah, fucking hated those guys. I was in Washington Square Park the other day, and those people were all over the place.
1: <laughs> Skateboarders and guys with guitars. Oh, my it's God. the worst. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, one of the posters for this film showed a cat in a tumble dryer, with the implication being that Junior had put it inside. A group named In Defense of Animals organized protests against the posters, and some cinemas took them down in response. Director Dennis Dugan later issued a disclaimer saying that, quote, Kitty in the dryer was metaphorical and never an actual scene in the movie.
0: <laughs> it's a, That's the, the poster they have up on Wikipedia. It is, yeah. It is the
1: least of the, the people's problems, by the way. It's the least of your concerns, animal rights people, if yeah, that's what you're yeah. fucking worried about with this movie. You get to see fucking Jack Warden's ass, bare ass. <laughs> and we worry about that instead. Uh, uh oh I I loved, loved, loved the slogan for this movie, the tagline. Attila the hun, Ivan the Terrible, Al Capone. They were all seven once. <laughs>
2: That is a great <laughs> A future slogan. tax evader right there. <laughs> oh man. So good. <laughs> there's another bracket, by the way. Movie slogans. Yes! That's because oh. there's some good ones out there, man. I could get That's behind a great that great idea. I could get behind that idea. Yeah, I like I have I all I will always have my favorite, but I'm I'm willing to be uh swayed from it, which is in space no one can hear you scream. But the night he came home is really good. Can you get on
1: this? Can you work you on? Want this? You
2: want me? You want to start getting going on the, the work on the this? Bra- okay, I'll, I'll, I'll talk think, to my yeah. guys. I'll talk to my guys. In I New think York. that's a great idea. <laughs> I think we can make that work. All right. Well, you know my favorite.
1: Something's wrong with uh, uh, something's wrong with the Johnson boy, or something. Something's wrong with the oh something's wrong with the kid. It's, <laughs> it's alive.
2: alive. <laughs> 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 the name the name of the movie is part of the tag. Oh, <laughs> it's such a good slogan. <laughs> it's really good. It's a great slogan. <laughs> oh man. What about, uh, what, what, what was the, we've seen the signs. Oh, the, yes. The, the happening's got a good no, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We've
1: sensed it. We've seen the signs. Now it's happening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. All
1: uh, right, if you have any suggestions, send the to us in the Discord. That's a great idea.
0: That is a good one.
1: Did you know that this is the movie that was playing in the theater during the Cape Fear movie theater scene? Really? Yes. Huh.
2: I guess it's fitting. It's a weird piece of cinema history. What? Okay. Because Scorsese had to be like, yeah, that's the movie. Problem child. I guess Robert De Niro is not so far off from Junior. No. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe this is a prequel to Cape Fear.
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Uh, and uh, finally, connecting back to Trump and the Pussy Tape, Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award this year for Worst Supporting Actor. See, the ra- fucking hate the Razzies. Yeah,
2: we. Re- I'm, I'm done with them.
1: But lost yeah. to Donald Trump in Ghosts can't do it. <laughs> Ghosts can't do it. That's right. Like a rom com with, uh, like Bo Derrick and shit.
2: Well, we got to add that one to the list. Anthony Quinn, Bo Derek. Jesus, the <laughs> starring the great thespian Donald Trump. Donald Trump received uh, the Razzie that year.
0: <laughs> oh boy! Uh,
2: he also lost. Trump lost in
1: the worst new star category to Sophia Coppola in Godfather Part Three. Wow!
2: <laughs> wow! Oh, poor Sophia!
1: <laughs> oh God! That's... You're a worse actor than the president. Holy shit! Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, that's all I had. Yeah. Problem child.
2: I, I liked it.
0: Love these movies. Love <laughs> them. I you have to watch number two. We will watch number two, and we'll have you
1: back at some point. Yes. when When uh, I don't know one of the actors in this movie. De- well, Jack Ward's <laughs> dead. They're all dead They're now. Dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. uh, well, we'll figure a
2: reason. Maybe on the one-year anniversary of Gilbert's death, we'll revisit this. There one. we go. Yeah. perhaps when we're doing greatest movie sequels on the other pod yes we'll, we'll have to do Problem Child Part 2 can't wait here we go
1: how many Drew Carey
2: <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried Edition yep what is this? Ugh. Every time you do that, it, it hurts because I actually have a headache right now. <laughs> it's terrible. You fool! What's he worth? Uh, I don't know. Those Aladdin checks. Just
1: the Aladdin checks, you think? Probably continued to roll in. He was also, I believe, the number one cameo star mm. of all time, according to cameos. Rankings. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah over
0: definitely adds to the net worth. <laughs> <laughs> that does. He created
1: over twenty thousand cameos over the years. Very... Twenty
2: thousand. That's what I saw the other day. Wow. A very popular cameo game Couldn't have just been in movies, movies, TV, like video games. Of that course, had to be in everything. Uh, no, no,
0: no. I think he's talking no, about no. the
2: individual. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> this is the
0: website cameo. Where you reco- yeah. Where you buy those
2: celebrity video clips? Do you know what cameo uh, is? Uh, I know. I n- now I'm starting to pick yeah. up on it. But yeah. So
0: you buy you buy like personalized I could, shout out. I could buy uh. a personalized shout out for you f- and have Gilbert read it. He's done okay. twenty thousand
2: of those. Uh, okay, I'm like cameos in movies. <laughs> like how the fuck <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> when you started talking,
0: I'm like, okay, he's not on the same page. No. Right <laughs>
2: Like that's insane. Uh okay,
1: so the actual stat it's over 200 hours. It's 12,000 cameos. Wow. For 200 hours of content. Jesus. Uh he made
0: over 2 million dollars on just the cameos alone. Good Shit. Him. Okay, well, I do have my number. Okay. So what, I, I have to have this explained to me every time we play. All you need to do is guess the net worth of Gilbert Gottfried. I see. Okay. And we, we you know,
1: the, the the net worth of Drew Carey changes all the time. We're okay. not really sure what it is. It could <laughs> yeah. be seventy million so, for all we know. It's
0: just guess the net worth. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I will say fifteen million dollars, something Ooh. like that. I'm being a little more generous. I'm putting him at sixty. I wow. was going to say 20, $21 Twenty one was in my head. All right. But do you want to box yourself in? I know. That's just yeah.
0: it. I I might as well. I might as All well, because right. I'm really happy with 21. All right. All right. We will see if the Affleck controversy... Affleck Ooh,
2: controversy... Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that. ...cost yeah.
1: him in any way. Another Japanese girlfriend's going to wash up on shore. Was that the joke, <laughs> right? Was that the
0: tweet? I think so. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> do you remember this controversy? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I love, too, the other bit... At, after he got fired from Affleck, he just started tweeting innocuous, like, knock-knock jokes. And, like, you know, like, he would do, like, why did the chicken cross the road jokes? And at the end, he would go, my apologies to all chickens. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he would just apologize such at the a, end of every joke. such a prick, and I loved
1: it. Uh. Uh, $8 million for Gilbert Gottfried. Only $8
0: million. That means I just won this week's edition up! How many... See, if I was going to guess, if I would have had a different guess, it would have been above your. I would not have gone below Nico. I would have went mm.
2: above 60 million. OK. Yeah, I'm surprised, though. It's one of those. Yeah. I'm worth eight million. Jesus. <laughs> it's not it's not as bad as the Burt Reynolds at the time of his death. Burt Reynolds was worth like five million. At yeah, the time. that's that's r- ridiculous. Yeah. Very upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Uh. All right. Gilbert, rest in peace. One of the greats. Tough yeah. year for comedy. I said that when when you sent me the the notification. I'm like, comedy is just it's it's dead. They keep dying. We lost Norm in September.
0: Yeah.
1: We lost Bob Saget in January. We lost Louis Anderson in February, and now Gilbert. Bob, what about Bob? Did you say Bob? I Sagan? said about, yeah. That's what I just said. Oh, I missed in January. Yeah, yeah. And there's a photo of them. The th- three of them and jeff ross next
0: i hope he's next and jeff ross (laughs) is like gulp (laughs) i think he actually tweeted out gulp
2: (laughs) Uh, Uh, the bob
0: saga thing really still bothers me i just
2: because of the story around it yeah
0: yeah i don't know
2: the official narrative no it's a little weird it's very
0: weird yeah very weird
2: I I still, yeah, the Norm thing still, yeah, it gets me upset when I think about that. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I listened to a podcast the other day, Gilbert
1: and Norm together, just Uh. reminiscing. And
2: again, just, they're
1: talking about uh, uh, Michael Douglas and his (laughs) pussy cancer in the throat. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And and Gilbert goes, Uh. Gilbert goes, that's a small price to pay for eating Catherine zeta <laughs> Jones's pussy. <laughs> he, so he just starts listing all the diseases he would trade. Oh, my God. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he goes I, I would suck on her tits for lupus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Oh man <laughs> Alright love ya
0: what? Until
1: next time Robert thank you for joining yes, thank us you. Thank you
0: for having me I always love coming on And talking with you guys about shit like this This is a great. good time uh, Until next time you've all been so very
2: very Naughty Naughty